at SAFM with Ashraf Gardner. Uh, let's, uh, let's talk about the APSA advert. Now, what, what are your thoughts about this new APSA campaign uh, that once again talks about, you know, your, your pride and, and what you've achieved in, uh, for yourself and, and, and for your family, I suppose, to a large degree? Uh, a hit or miss, you can just actually SMS us right away, uh, 34701, 34701 via SMS. And if you are tweeting, it's at Ashraf Gard. I won't take any calls on this one. No, no time for that one. But let me introduce my guest. Uh, that's Bobby uh, Malabi, who's the group executive for marketing communications uh, for the Barclays Africa Group, as you know, is very much the owners of, uh, of APSA. So, well, Bobby, good chatting to you. Hi. Yeah, good morning, Ashraf. Good, good morning, indeed. Let's talk a, the background story around. In fact, we should have Graham on the line as well, right? I just want to double check. And just, yeah, we do. We have Graham Warsop, who is uh, from the agency, the Jupiter Drawing Room. Graham, good chatting to you. Hi. Yes, good morning. How oh, are you? Almost forgot about you, but in, in marketing terms, uh, that's not a good thing. <laughs> <laughs> good morning, Graham. Yeah, but which gets me thinking, Bobby. Let's just start with you from from an APSA point of view. What's the what's the reason behind the, a new campaign? Yeah, thanks. Thanks for the opportunity. I appreciate that, Ashraf. This is a new campaign, but I think um, it's important to 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 bear in mind that this um, the 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 campaign has some very very fundamental roots, and it's based on our vision at the bank, which is to help people achieve their, their own ambitions in the right way. Mm-hmm. So it's not just an advertising campaign, it's much, much more than that. Also, the campaign is being rolled out in tandem with uh, significant uh, operational changes that we're doing at the bank. I think it was three months ago during our results uh, uh, announcement that we talked about spending in excess of 1.2 billion rands to refurbish our branches, to uh, digitize uh, a lot of our operations uh, uh, platforms uh, and, and to revamp our ATMs as well. So you can see that we're taking a lot of time to listen very closely to what customers are looking for when they're thinking about a bank. What is the kind of things that makes it important for them to place that bank as their go-to bank for, for all that okay, need. So we're talking about, about advertising, we're talking about improving our operational efficiencies so we can give our customers much, much better. Well, I, I certainly said increasingly a bigger emotional connection on, a, on an attempt, really, from banks to be more emotionally connected to their clients rather than just sort of hard sell. And uh, Graham, you can give us your input then in terms of how you interpreted that brief from, from, a, from a Jupiter drawing room point of view. Yes, thank you for the opportunity. It's, it's, a, it's a fascinating exercise. Um, we, we live in an age today where brands you know, should no longer just be talking at consumers. They should actually be engaging them. And you know, the principle behind this campaign was to try and find a, a positioning which uh, which had relevance to the broad market because you know APSA, as you know, is, is is the largest bank in South Africa. It probably has the broadest spectrum in terms of its consumer base. So we wanted to find a proposition that worked for everybody. And let me hit upon this this notion of prosper. And I, and I emphasise it's prosper, not prosperity. It's prosper is an action word, and that's why we feel it has such resonance. When we hit upon this word, we, we were kind of worried that not everybody would understand what it meant. So we went out and did some research, and the fascinating uh, results from that was that, you know, everybody does understand profit, uh, prosper, but they all define it in their own way. And invariably, it's about more than money. It's about wanting a better life. It's about looking after your loved ones. And, and, and that's a wonderful, wonderful property for, for a bank to um, to take a sense of ownership over and, and be able to provide um, services, advice, loans that, 
that really help people to achieve whatever their goal of to prosper is. And it is often about so much more than just money. Okay, so, so that's interesting. Because Bobby, from, from your point of view, so you get an agency who then comes back and says, let's play on the word prosper. And, and, and uh, in fact, not talking about money. So, so yeah. when do banks stop talking about money in their campaigns? Well, I think that's important. Uh, that's, a, again, a very important question. That's why I say the, the fundamental roots of this particular campaign is based on, on the vision that we want to help people to prosper. Mm. We want mm. to help people achieve their own ambitions. And people have different ambitions, whether you're talking about... Uh, the security of your family or, or, or talking about um, education for your kids. For you, that's what it means for you to, to prosper. And it's, it's, it's so the linkage between what people want for themselves and, and, and our, our, our vision as a bank to help people to achieve their own ambitions is so tightly intertwined. So that's why this campaign it feels very rooted in what we're trying to do as a bank. Okay. What I'm going to do, we're going we're to chat for a minute now and then move on to news and then, and then follow up after the news because we smack bang or virtually onto 10 o'clock already. Let's, let's play the, the TV advert first and uh, then we'll get Graham just to fill in the blanks. Next time you're out there on your own, ask yourself, what does that word prosper mean to you? From the day you come into the world, it's going to tell the story of your life, where you've come from and where you're heading. It's an action word, like dance, win, grow, care, hope, dream. So think about what that word prosper means to you. And we'll be there, standing beside you, shoulder to shoulder, knowing you can, believing you will prosper. All right, so that's the one. Now, what I'll do is we're on to news already. So um, you can think about it as a listener. We'll play the radio advert as well and then get my two guests, one from, uh, from APSA or Barclays Africa that, uh, that effectively owns APSA and from the agency Jupiter Drawing Room to comment and fill in the, the missing pieces on that one. And it's a fascinating one rolled over, over, over different platforms indeed. Let's get the news first. It's 10 o'clock. SAFM, South Africa's news and information leader. In your top stories, the ANC says only the ignorant cannot see the country's progress and the death toll in India's cyclone rises. Good morning, I'm Aurelie Kalenga with the news on SAFM. The ANC says only the ignorant and those who close their eyes to reality cannot see that South Africa today is far much better than it was 20 years ago. This follows remarks by Wits University's Vice-Chancellor, Professor Adam Habib, during the Ahmed Kathradal annual lecture in Lanasia, south of Johannesburg. Habib said South Africa is fast approaching its moment of reckoning, blaming the ANC for presiding over economic inequalities, lack of service delivery and corruption. But ANC spokesperson Jackson Mtembu said Habib is ignorant. Today, 
over 11.5 million households have access to electricity. We are having over 13 million people who have access to water, opposed to 5 million in 1994. 16 million people who are receiving social grants as an anti-poverty program. All South Africans know that South Africa today is a better South Africa than the one that we inherited in 1994. Former Justice Zakia Kuwab says presidential decision was behind the small number of women being appointed to the Constitutional Court. According to the Constitutional Court's website, only four of its 24 justices since 1994 have been women. Yakub was responding to media questions during the Ahmed Katrada Foundation's annual conference held in Johannesburg. Yakub says the country needs more women in power. I don't think the judiciary has transformed enough. When uh, Madiba was the president of our country, he appointed two women to our court. When Tawo Mbeki was the president of our country, he appointed one more woman to our court so that there were three. When two of those three had to resign in 2009, the narrow criticism, which is that not much has been done to increase the women count. In fact, the number of women in the court since 19, uh, 2009 rather, has dropped from three to two. The African Union has rejected claims that its call for the International Criminal Court to suspend the prosecution of Kenyan President Uhuru Kenyatta and his deputy William Ruto will promote a culture of gross human rights abuses. The AU has asked the UN Security Council to instruct the ICC not to prosecute the Kenyan President and his deputy. The Kenyan leaders have been indicted by the ICC for alleged human rights violations during the country's 2007 post-election violence. Kenya has been at the fore front lobbying other African countries to withdraw their membership of the ICC amid accusations that the court unfairly targets African leaders. Yesterday, AU leaders concluded a special summit at the Ethiopian capital, Addis Ababa, where they reviewed the AU's relationship with the ICC. Ethiopian Foreign Affairs Minister Tedros Adhanom says they are unfazed by the human rights group's criticism. But fighting impunity? We don't need pressure for that. It's only because we believe in it that we do it. We don't need to be reminded by anyone. We do it for our people because our people deserve democracy, good governance, and development. We know it. But we have imperfections. We have difficulties. They are not getting what they deserve. But we're sure to have homegrown solutions to address them. But pressures and prescriptions and interferences and meddling and pressure I don't think would help us. As part of the program to reduce the housing backlog in the province, the Northwest Provincial Government has launched 100 hostel units in Mahikeng. During the launch, MEC for Human Settlements, Nono Maloi, says with community residential units, government intends to curb the development of informal settlements and backyard rentals. Now, what we are trying to do here is to eradicate the informal settlements and to deal with the backyard dwellings. We discovered that there are people who are renting in this area and so on. It therefore became necessary for us that we must move to affordable rental stock. Uh, people who are going to benefit from this project is people who earn between uh, 1,600 and 3,500. 
Moving further afield, seven people have died in India as Cyclone Palin tore through the state of Odisha. All of the victims were killed as winds of up to 200 kilometers per hour whipped the coast before the storm made landfall. Four of the deaths were caused by falling trees, while one woman was killed when the walls of her madhouse collapsed. The cyclone is the strongest storm in 14 years to hit India. More than half a million people in the states of Odisha and Andhra Pradesh spent last night in shelters. And finally, back home, the popular and award-winning South African play, The Sewing Machine, is still being staged locally and abroad four years since it premiered on local shores. The one-hander featuring one of the country's theatre doyens, Sandra Prinsloo, is being presented at Monte Cassino Studio Theatre at the moment. It is based on Rochelle Khif's prize-winning scripts where an old woman is reflecting on her life in a retirement home. She plans to sell her trusty sewing machine after 55 years. The sewing machine set in a democratic South Africa reflects on an age that has passed and on a new one which has left many older people on all sides of the fence feeling discontented and left behind. The play is directed by Henny van Gruen, who is also responsible for the English translation of the theatre work. Recapping your top story, the ANC says only the ignorant and those who close their eyes to reality can't see that South Africa today is far much better than it was 20 years ago. More news at 11 o'clock for SAFM. I'm Aurelie Kalenga. Media at SAFM with Ashraf Gardner. Okay, so we're talking after the second half here of... Uh, the, the media show on a Sunday morning. Glad that you're part of it. Happy to get your input on the air, off the air as well. Uh, as per usual, if you're emailing me, ashraf at safm.coza, but I'll read those emails off the air. My two guests for now, uh, Bobby Malabi, who's the group executive for marketing and communications at the Barclays Africa Group, which as you know owns APSA. And we also have from the agency, the Jupiter Drawing Room, uh, Graham Warsop, legendary man, of course, uh, chairman of the Jupiter Drawing Room, Graham, and uh, Bobby with me for the next few minutes. Okay, now we played the one advert which is the TV ad because we're talking about that theme called Prosper and by the way as we're talking about it you can also use, check out the hashtag Prosper SA Prosper SA because I think it's related very much to what we're doing now right Graham let's just, just fill in the blanks on that TV ad but what, what was the narrative uh, t- tell us what we can't see sorry I missed that what was the question I, I was saying give us the narrative of that uh, television advert that we just played yes so that is the, the first, um, the launch phase, and what we're really trying to do with that is to just just ask people to consider what the, the notion of prosper means to them, um, to define it so that they know in their own terms what their goals and aspirations are, and then to engage with the bank to see how it is that the bank can help them on that on that road to prosper in because actually and this is one of the key parts of the campaign it's all very well to go out and say you know we believe that South Africans should prosper but when you as a bank are able to demonstrate that tangibly with the products you offer and the services you give then it becomes much more meaningful and I think that's that's the second and the most you know in many ways a, a key part of the campaign is the tangible demonstration of how the bank can help you to achieve mm-hmm. your goals in the right way. Yeah. So the, the, the launch ad is really an emotional engagement to cement the notion of prosper and hopefully to get some sort of emotional connection again between the bank and, and South Africans. 
Someone saying, I think that ad is dreadful. Could Absa not take the time to actually help clients? I got an ad two days ago wanting to help sell my house. Another one saying, the ad is overrated. Just left Absa after 30 years for investing. That is service. Now, whether that's another story, you know, service is another story completely. But maybe just, Bobby, give me, give me your thoughts in terms of the, uh, h- how you analyze how the ad has come through. Before I do that, um, perhaps let me just comment on, on what, what just come through there. I said when I started to uh, discuss the, the, the merits of the yes. campaign that this is not just an advertising campaign per se. It's a lot of work that we're doing at the bank to address the operations. We're spending 1.2 billion rands addressing uh, our, the, our footprint in terms of refurbishing all our branches, in terms of um, uh, in, improving the uh, digitization, all our platforms, in improving our ATMs. So the comment there around, around service is what we've exactly had back from our customers. And that's why it's so, it's so important to understand that this is not just an ad campaign. It's much more about how are, are you are you answering change. in a way that yeah. says that uh, that that point is correct that there are there are weaknesses there are chinks in the armory and you need to 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 fix it up i think what i'm saying uh, significantly is that as customers change over time uh, we need to make sure that we change along with them uh, social media for instance is a phenomenon that we didn't have before how people interact with 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 with, with branches is changing over time mm. that people now who prefer not to actually come to the branch, how do we service those people? So what I'm saying really is the fact that we, the, the campaign is hand in glove working with my colleagues on the operational side to improve the, continually improve the service offering that we, that we offer our clients, taking into account the changing demographics, the changing ways in which people uh, want to be serviced at the branch or sitting at their desks in the office. So it's um, it's, it's it's a continual uh, uh, improvement program that that is actually. Okay. What, what, what are your thoughts about the advert? I mean, so, some may may say that it, it it's nice, but it's it's nice, but but fuddy duddy nice, if if you know what I'm saying. Meaning that uh, it, it's certainly a appeals to the senses, but after a while you may say, well, I've actually seen that before. Yeah, absolutely. I think uh, as grandpaps was um, uh, trying to relate to that, there are two phases to, 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 to this campaign. The first phase is about emotional connection. Mm-hmm. The first phase was us as a bank understanding much clearer what is it that, how is it that we can help our customers to achieve their ambitions. The second phase of the campaign that you'll see being rolled out is therefore what are the proofs, what are the benefits, what sort of products, what sort of service are linking back to your own ambitions, how can we uh, make sure that uh, we put you in a place where you can achieve your ambitions. So I hear what you're saying about uh, this first phase of the commercial. It's an emotional co- uh, uh, connection unashamedly, but the second phase of the commercial that will roll out is the proof points to okay. show you the service points as to how it is that we will help you right. to achieve let your me, Let me also play the, I want to play the radio advert as well, and we just get Graham's thoughts on that one there. Prosper. It's not a word you come across every day. Ask anyone what it means to them, and you'll discover exactly what we did. That everyone has their own definition, and invariably, it's about more than money. It's about wanting a better life, one that tells a story of substance. That's why at ABSA, we are committed to seeing you prosper. It speaks to our very essence. Because we're here to give you the tools, knowledge, and advice necessary to help you make the most of your life. So when you've answered what to prosper means to you, talk to us. 
As we see it, we're not just there to help you live. We're here for you to prosper. ABSA is a member of Barclays, an authorized financial services and registered credit provider. Okay, Graham, let's talk about the tone, because I think that the, a very deliberate tone comes through in, in, in this radio advert. Yes, uh, it's, uh, the, the choice of the, the voice is, I think, to convey a, a sense of gravitas and wisdom, um, because, you know, this notion of prosper is quite a, a big concept, it's quite a big idea. Um, but the thing I'd also say about this campaign that we've launched is that, you know, it's, it's, it's wonderful when a brand can have uh, a property that when people close their eyes and try to think of what that brand represents, uh, there's cohesion. And, you know, one of the strengths, I think, of what this campaign is, is doing is it's trying across all of the communications platforms and digital, internally within the organization, in the face to market with the advertising. It's trying to get everybody aligned around this, this notion of prosper and what it means and what the bank can deliver on in terms of, in terms of that meaning. So the, the launch phase is really, I think, very much about just cementing the notion of prosper and then thereafter we have this wonderful wonderful um property on which we can develop and we can take it into new and interesting places mm. so, so, so you know, when you think about when you think about banks in general often you know they do a lot of different messaging and it's very hard for people to get a very co coherent view of what it is the bank actually stands for and represents so for me, this is a big step forward for, for the bank and full credit to them for, for going this route because they've made a significant investment in it and I, think it, and I believe it's going to work very well for them. Mm. Just to, from a bank point of view, how much of this, the, the ad, the, the campaigns, sort of warranted a change in, in, in the DNA perception of the brand? Not much, really, because I think, the, as I say, the essence for us is uh, is to help people to achieve their ambitions in the right way. And that's that's um, even a global positioning for, for Barclays as a whole. So there's no change there. It, it, it's just that I think we found a very strong way to express it with, um, with our customers. So it's not just the bank saying this. Mm. Is we've gone out and we've spoken to over a thousand of, 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 of our clients and, and customers and they played it back to us, which is, which is um, a, a, a very rewarding indeed because mm -hmm. we understand that we are tr we, we, it's interactive. It's not just us trying to say this is a position okay. of the bank. La lastly, Graham, I mean, you mentioned I mean, this is the, the initial the launch phase. So what more can we then expect? Well, I think as, as all brands, when they, when they uh, communicate, they have to do a couple of things. They first of all have to have some emotional engagement with you where you actually feel good about the organization. And they have to provide the level of quality of products and services that make you feel that what they claim is justified. So we will, going forward, be looking at exploring ways to bring prosper to life in, in emotive and interesting and distinctive and compelling ways as well, as Bobby said, as being able to provide that rationale and those proof points to show that what we claim is actually something we deliver. Yeah, because I see Clint Griffin, uh, and I mean, social media just does this. People just post comments from wherever saying, well, the AFSA ads are so old school and simply not true. Banks are in it for themselves. It doesn't matter what the spin. And uh, Ochenta saying, well, I moved on to Standard Bank after, after 15 years. The campaigns will not help them then. I, I think that the challenge really, Bobby, and maybe I'll leave it with you here, yeah. is... You have to convince people yeah. that, that 
that in terms of people's aspirations to prosper, mm. that that banks are very that that APSA in this case is very important to them, isn't it? Yes, I think I think that's the challenge. You're absolutely right, Ashraf. I mean, we we've established the fact that every single person wants to prosper in one way or the other. We've established that. But now the the, the challenge with us working with our working with our customers, working with with the, with the rest of my colleagues back, back back in the office, is to provide those proof points, as I say, to say um, as your needs change, as the way you use your bank change, we will be there with you, understanding your needs and providing the kind of services that you require. That's absolutely the evolution that we are on. And um, um, uh, when I when I talk about us spending the money, it's proof that we're not just talking about this. We're actually spending a lot of money changing our branches so that it accommodates the, the new needs. We're spending a lot of money um, accommodating lifestyles in terms of digitization. We're spending a lot of money changing the way that people use our ATMs. So it's very much a um, an evolution of the way we want to continue to provide the well, best Well, let's in fact see, you know, if, if this is the launch handbook, let's just see in fact what happens next and then whether the, the experience in, in the in the banks, in fact, it could sort of follow suit. So that will yeah. always on that uh, approach of we simply want your money and, and, you know, we don't need to talk to you, which is a perception, not just with your bank, but many other banks as well. Mm-hmm. Let's leave it at that, uh, Bobby Malabi. Thanks so much for your time. The Group Executive uh, Marketing Communications at uh, Barclays Africa, uh, the group that is, uh, which owns APSA, and uh, thanks from uh, thanks to Graham Warsop from the agency, the Jupiter Drawing Room. Appreciate your input. Happy with uh, further opinion? You can SMS three four seven zero one three four seven zero one. You can continue tweeting at Ashraf Garda, uh, and if you're also tweeting, you can use the hashtag. Uh, Prosper SA, which is uh, the hashtag used in terms of the campaign for APSA. So uh, let's see how, in fact, they, you experience that ad, uh, the campaign that 